people. I got people, bro. Just put a tarp on it. Yeah, I'm gonna, dude. I'm, I'm definitely gonna put a tarp on it. Put a piece of plywood in there. Oh, yeah. You could probably still roll it up and down. <laughs> no, dude, there's, there's, there's 0%. There's 0% of that window left, dude. Like, they broke it somehow. And it did, like, the most perfect spy, like, shadow, like, spidering. Like, uh, like it's, like, small pebble-sized chunks. And it's probably in the door. It's too. in the door. Yeah. It's in, like, the little, like, the little, you know, on the door there's a little cubby area that's, I don't know, for change or right. sauce packets or some shit. Sauce packets. Full of, that's full. All the floorboards. You stole your sauce, bro? Uh, I wish take they, your sauce packet? I, 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 you know, like we're saying, I fucking wish they would have stolen anything. Because why, why fucking smash a window in? That, that's, that's like just malicious, you know? Like right. Maybe you, you're needing money or something. Okay, I kind of get it. Right. But if you're just breaking it to fucking break like it. Like just breaking away. windows yeah. to break windows. That's a, that's a dick move. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like you're saying, like, oh, you're like steal at least my shitty is. CD collection. <laughs> so I don't have to like have one. it anymore. <clears throat> and take it to the pawn shop and get what all. What kind of CDs did you have? Maybe that's the problem. They right. Looked, they looked through oh, it maybe they it. broke in and saw your music. <laughs> and I'm like, no. fuck this guy. <laughs> no, I'm glad I broke the window. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's pretty. It was pretty diverse, but I. It was not necessarily everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, apparently. If they were into country music, then they would have been, mm. you know, super stoked they broke that window. You got country music. In I there? got zero country music. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they would have been stoked they broke it as a punishment <clears throat> to me. Right. Sorry. I see. Was uh, I get it. And Monica got it. No. <laughs> Maybe I should just do the podcast with her. <laughs> it's Monica Nevy, everybody. It's Monica Nevy's here. She's here. Hi. Yeah. Again. <laughs> That's true. That's yes. true. This is a repeat. I have been. Well, it was me and Mike the last time. Well, we did it, right? but, but still you. I was, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> New studio. Yeah, the new <laughs> studio, the new dicks. There's an even more studio-like area back there behind those uh, doors. Did you see the oh. table we got, Josh? Is it a massage table? No, oh. it's a hot dog table. A hot dog table? A hot dog massage table? It's got a hot dog on it. Oh, oh like it's, as a painting? We'll look, at, we'll look at it later, yeah. Okay. You just, like, put a hot dog it's like on stained, it. It's like partially stained, like wood stained. Oh. With a hot dog? partial paint. Oh, it's got okay. mustard and ketchup on it. <laughs> oh, some people are gonna be really bummed out. It's, du- it's an industrial hot dog, though. It's not like an industrial hot dog. Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking trying to imagine industrial. Hot dog. Yeah, industrial hot dog. Like, is he going? Does he have a hard hat on or something? Or? <laughs> it's got a wrench. Like was, <laughs> yeah. Does it look like a wrench, or was it built by a machine? I'm, I'm sure it was built by a machine. It's a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not hand rolled or right? anything like that. <laughs> yeah. hand turned sausages are not gone, but you know, they're harder to find. Yeah. <laughs> so you've you've moved now. Yes. To big city. Yep, I live in LA now. How do you like it? Oh, there's good things about it. Okay. Yeah. That's how, I'm happy to hear that there are good things about yeah. it. It's a lot of in and outs. A lot of, uh, <laughs> like the hamburgers? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Perfect. No, it's, uh, I mean, there's always stuff to do. All the... Sure. You know, you're going to see the do biggest you, comics yeah, in the world Yeah, do you find there, it to but, be, yeah. like, pretty easy to observe the larger names when they work? I mean, can you see their shit kind of for free as a known comic yeah. pretty easy? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. And there is, I mean... Not like the biggest, biggest guys, but the guys who are pretty high up, they'll come and do whatever, whatever shows. I mean, like, right. there's some really good, you know, one-nighter Mondays in a bar oh, in imagine. Manhattan Beach or something, and yeah. you get big guys just drop in. And some people, like who, like Maria Bamford just stops in at open mics all the time That's just to, like, do stuff, cool. you know? And so you see everybody okay. and all the time, which is really fun. Do you find, is that daunting at all to have people like that just stopping into an open mic? I mean, did, I mean, maybe not to you per se, but do you find like the people get thrown or? I think, I think it definitely like some people either get nervous or yeah, maybe a little shook. But for me, it's like, oh, you're always going to grind like you're always this is always going to be a part of what we do right. even when you're at like the right. biggest level yeah. you're still going to be doing new stuff that's not working or you're still going to be you know doing shows that aren't your huge theaters or right, whatever right. so uh it's kind of nice to see them 
pop in and out because yeah. you're like, oh yeah, yeah we're all still cool. normal. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Now that's that is cool, man. I mean, that. Do you? Uh, is the interaction like? I mean, are people pretty relaxed about chatting about things, or do people kind of have their little bubbles? I mean, I'm sure everyone has their click. Yeah. And you can't really deal with that, but I mean, like. It gets clicky. I think it's, um, honestly, traveling and having worked up here so much really helps me down there because oh, sure. the people you've worked with at the clubs or whatever, right? When they see you, they spent well, the whole weekend like a, with you probably, so they remember you. Yeah. Instead of just going up and being like, hey, I know who you are, but you don't know who I am. And there <laughs> seem to have been a fair number of like developed Seattle or Seattle area comedians that have traveled down there mm-hmm. in the last like couple of years, yeah. especially. Yeah. I mean, I know there's always an exodus of right. good comics to L.A. and New York. Yeah. But it seems like there was kind of like a, a movement from Seattle out. Yeah, there was a couple of years there where a lot of us left at the same-ish time. Mike mm-hmm. and I were almost last in that wave. But, yeah, for um, sure. But then it, it kind of happens in streaks where that'll sure. happen, and then the scene kind of grows again, and then there's an exodus, and then it does that again. So, But once you get down there, you, like kind of regroup with all the people yeah, I was gonna, you I saw was leave. Yeah, so we like our like normal person thing on Wednesday, we do trivia and it's like a bunch of Seattle comics and a bunch of Portland comics. Oh, that cool. had like regrouped up cool. <laughs> after we moved. <laughs> right, so, you guys are like little expats on Yeah, lunch. and then oh, cool. some of the bigger guys that have been down there for a long time, Jeff Dye, Andrew Slater, those guys, sure. they hang out with us too. So it's nice to kind of, it's a little bit of home, I guess. Yeah. Once you're down there, which right. is nice because you're like, oh, I know, I know you. That's you nice. Have to be, you know, and and I would like to think we're all pretty helpful to each other, and I would like you to know. think so too. I mean, it definitely yeah. comes across that way from someone who observes it from the periphery, like up here. Well, that's good. Like, cause well, you know, I'm like Facebooky friends with a lot of those people, and mm-hmm. you never see like there's no. It's nice that everyone who's made that jump. Uh, and maybe it's a prerequisite for being successful, that kind of job. It kind of gets it, like, you can feel however you want to feel inside, but, like, in the end of the day, like, promoting each other's stuff and always pushing each other's shit positively yeah. is the best plan. Absolutely. And yeah. then we've, you know, we have conversations about that because it is a little, it's not competitive, but you watch people around you constantly get opportunities and stuff and it makes you a little introspective like okay why isn't that happening to me yeah, or whatever right. but in the grand scheme of things we've all talked about like if you're doing well that's good for all of us you know and it's right and, and I think we all like each other as people but also as comics so right. hypothetically if somebody had some big opportunity where they needed help with it they like us they think we're funny and we can help them so just keeping being supportive and keeping everybody together is important for your own success too so i agree i think that's one of the things that there i think people here could really benefit from that lesson Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, i think yeah just being a smaller scene uh for some reason like a level of like a little bit of success here Oh, gives, some, gives some people like a little bit of a head. Just the big. That yeah. is an interesting. And then it turns into like, and then with, then when you look at like the bigger picture, it's like, man, you're not even you're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, well, that's interesting because I, I felt like that in Seattle a little bit too, where it was a lot of like, oh, you're getting something that I'm not like. You're taking all the stage time, or you're mm-hmm. you know, you're getting all the work or whatever. But in LA, I don't feel like that at all because I feel like if I'm working somewhere and I really like you then I'd be like hey Casey should work there too you know like we're always right. kind of helping yeah, each other yeah, yeah, want because yeah. right. we want those shows and those whatever to do as well as possible so if right. I know that you're funny I want you to work there so that the show keeps going right. but to in Seattle going. it wasn't it's not that they're like malicious in any way but it's just not that same mentality everyone's kind of like there's so many people and I need to get this one good thing right. instead of being like let's make the thing as good as possible right. yeah it's like a scarcity mindset where people think that well there's only this much time and you're like yeah that's true no that is true there's only so much time in Seattle or Spokane but like not putting the best person at the moment up in that spot doesn't get you anywhere I mean it's one thing if someone's really really funny and you just can't handle them personally right yeah and then i mean that's your show it's your prerogative if you're i would say if you're a big like if you've got your adult pants on you maybe book them anyway knowing that that's what's best for your spot yeah but comedy doesn't always operate 
in that way or you know <laughs> performance in general like yeah you can be the funniest person in the world but if the person who's booking the show hates you it's gonna be a tough right. sell yeah it's yeah. just gonna yeah. be a tough sell and which, that's which is a huge part of all of it i think is that it is an art form and it's a little bit different than a normal thing to do but there's still like you have to be professional and how many opportunities I've seen given to people who maybe weren't the most talented but because they like did what they were supposed to do worked hard and were professional about it like that's still huge it's huge and so you're right it's it could be the funniest but if they don't like you if it doesn't matter ass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I love like people like coming up here like we have a really like I don't know, maybe this is just a thing, like a phase of comedy development as like some people as they're comics, but like there's a lot of people here that get tripped up and I used to be one of them, which is why I feel comfortable talking about this, on the way like the scene should be, okay. you know, like, well, that's, you know, this doesn't make sense, they're put, like, doesn't, you know, like, yeah, it should be a meritocracy and there should be some kind of way to judge who's objectively funnier and blah blah blah. Like, right. Great, but it's not yeah. and it never will be. And it's kind of like, yeah, there's always some people who everyone knows, like, they're the dominant people in the scene. They're the funniest people, they write the most, they just have, like, they're just the best. Yeah. And then there's, like, a big fat layer of people that are kind of, like, <laughs> making it happen and doing well. Yeah, and, like, hard. you know, we're all just getting in where we fit in. And that's cool, but, like, if you're in that layer, you can't be looking at the people who are crushing it and thinking that, like, they somehow haven't earned it. Right. Or that you deserve to be there. Right. And I don't mean that you don't deserve to be there, like, you're not funny, but, like, if you're supposed to be on the top rung, you'll be on the top rung. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just not... Yeah, and it's, and, you know, some of those things come with time. I agree completely. And so... I agree completely. If, if you are supposed to be up there, you'll, you'll get up there eventually. Eventually. But, well, that's the spirit pressure for a lot of people. Right. Is eventually. I mean, and it's it's a, the it's a it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, mm -hmm. the whole thing, and it's only. But in in reality, like I don't want to be as good as I'm gonna get right now. Like I want to keep getting better. You know, so sure. maybe if it's not going as fast, it doesn't necessarily like you don't want to peak. Right. Too early. No, you don't want to be really good right away, and then that's all you're gonna ever, get, ever right. gonna this have. Right. This is as so. funny as you're ever gonna be. Right. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it takes it'll, it. It's always gonna take some time, and then you're gonna get something, and then you'll realize that the next thing is also gonna take time. Like it's just always right. there's always something in front of you, and it's always gonna take a little bit. So. And fucking effort. Yeah. Effort. <laughs> that's the hard part. That is the hard part. But I mean, like, you can be, you can also be the super funniest person, but if you're not grinding, and that, I mean, that is a very broad statement when right. I say grinding, like, yeah. you know. Well, I'm, especially for a little bit newer comics, if no one knows who you are, even right. if you are really funny, that they've only seen you a few times, right. why would that, you know, the more you're around, the more you're supporting stuff, that's when they're going to be, oh, I remember that guy, mm -hmm. or that girl, and you, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's a huge key one, right? Just showing up oh, to yeah. other people's things, just to have your face there, so oh, yeah. people, I mean, like, speaking strictly politically, like, not even <laughs> trying to be a good friend, like, if your face is there, people remember it, and they go, oh. Josh was at my poetry set. I think he hates poetry, doesn't he? Yeah, but he was there. Right, but he's supporting. Yeah. Right. And then they they can do that for you. Or I mean, you guys have a great club now, and I think it's it's so it's good. so valuable for you guys to be able to see the exact thing you want to be. You know, your favorite comic is probably going to be there at some point, right. and you have the opportunity to go see them. And even if they're or not even, your favorite, even, you yeah, can see. I've seen you can basically see so all many, of my yeah. favorite comics. Off you the can see. Club. You can learn from every single person that's headlining. Right, and especially if you're, you know, if you're in a hosting position or you're just open micing or something, you, to even watch those, the, the features or the hosts or who, you know, exactly what you're looking for, they're doing it, so see, and, and right. the more they see you around, the more they know you want to be a part of it, and right. I think that's huge for them, I mean, knowing... It is, and I so. think people get wrapped up in that, like, like, oh, I shouldn't have to, you know what, like, you don't have to. If your material is undeniable, your material is undeniable, and you know the cream will rise. But in that initial phase where people don't know that your material is the best material that's ever been written, right. it certainly helps to have your face out there more. Absolutely, it gets you those chances to demonstrate that your material is that good. Right. Well, and I'll be honest. I mean, like 
Please. Even if your material is the best Spokane has ever seen, as soon as you go somewhere else, it's not going to be the best. You know what I mean? So you're still going to have do. to get used to that. Like I am I now do. doing those things again in LA. You got to just show up to the club and just be there and yeah, support people's shows and go yeah. see your friends work even when you're not working. Um, and so, so yeah. So if you've done it here, then you know that what that's like, and it's not going to be that difficult right. for you to do. It's not going to hurt your ego to have to do that eventually if you're already doing it now. So. I always tell people, if you don't have a show, go watch something else. Yeah. Right. Yes. Totally. Even if it's not comedy, even if it's just some other performance or something, you can learn. So you moved from Seattle to L.A., mm -hmm. right? Now, was Seattle, are you from, from Seattle? Yeah, I'm from Renton. Okay. So, but I mean, like, so it wasn't like an issue of you had to come from somewhere to Seattle and then to L.A. Like No, three. yeah, I started comedy in Which, Seattle for sure. I mean, awesome. Uh... I guess my question is, for people, and I know we don't have like a super huge like nationwide audience, but let's just pretend for a moment, <laughs> yeah. right? You're people. doing, you're, you're, you've taken that next step in comedy, you've moved to like the, one of the meccas and you're doing a lot more road work and like all this stuff, right? You're like really making this kind of a career push, if yeah. that's fair to say. Absolutely. Um, if, if you were on the road in a smaller venue, right? Mm -hmm. And you were talking to the comics after the show, and you were talking to someone that was like clearly maybe not ready to go to LA, but they maybe like Colfax was too small for them or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they needed to go somewhere, but LA is maybe not the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you still think Seattle is a good place for that, or if there's maybe another city that you would recommend also. Like Josh not, wants to know where you should move. Just like the big. Well, I am talking about that with a bunch of people from Seattle mm -hmm. that I know and people that like have made that transition because you know, for a while Seattle was that place. For people like us mm -hmm. and not that seattle can't be that place it's just super freaking expensive to live there right and if you could find a place that had like a like a similar kind of scene with a slightly more affordable area to live you know what i mean maybe yeah. that would be like a super like right. yeah i think um um I think Seattle's great. I think it's a wonderful place to develop. Now that it is so expensive, though, that does complicate things, I think, if someone's trying to move there. I mean, I'll live. But there, I have a list of kind of scenes that I think are really good places to just work that I've really enjoyed working, but also, like, I could see myself being fine living there. Okay. And, and they have a similar feel to Seattle as far as, like, what's available and all that type of stuff. Um, Without ruining up your own list, would you volunteer a couple? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I already live in LA, okay. so it's fine. I think that uh, Portland is great. I don't know if I would fit there as far as developing. Sure. But I think that's a really good place, and I believe it's a little bit cheaper. Um, Denver is maybe one of my favorite places to do comedy in the country, and they have a really good, supportive, active scene. They have a few clubs, and then also like a ton of these cool one-nighters yeah, that they yeah. have. Yeah, and they're, and they're really supportive of each other, and I like that. Okay. Um, Austin, Atlanta has one of the most, like, unique really? comedy scenes that I've ever seen, and just oh. the people coming out of there are hilarious, and they're also, like, very nice and supportive, and okay. I really love the South, so I could I could see myself being there. Sure, but, um, sure. And then uh, I, I honestly put Chicago in the same... Okay. category a little yeah. bit as New York and LA but I do think if you were moving from one of the bigger ones and then you still wanted to go to like a New York Chicago could still be like a mid point sure. for you and yeah. Chicago was great that was like I think Chicago and Denver are probably the two cities I had the most fun doing stand-up in like they're okay. just fun that they're getting you know real people to the shows and okay. great like I did six shows in Chicago and all of them were sold out Whoa. yeah and, and amazing that's so awesome yeah so I think like yeah those cities San Francisco is pretty good it's very expensive but right, um, right, right, right. saturated as well so if you're gonna I don't know um we've had some San Diego is actually pretty cool. No, and, really. Yeah, and being okay. and you're close enough to LA, you can kind of dip your toes in whenever you want. Sure. And it's you know you live on the beach, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. But I like their scene. They're very nice, and they I go down there like once a month when I'm home. So okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 
Man, yeah, I love San Diego. San Diego's great. And it's so great. Three clubs, two are real prestigious, and then one is a little bit better to the local people. Sure. But, but they're... But that, that's three legit club clubs. Yeah. And I'm sure all the supporting stuff that goes with having a scene that big. Yeah, when they get, I mean... Because they're so close to LA, oh, sure, sure. that you know they'll have headliners on their Wednesdays and Tuesdays that are huge because they just want to come right. down and get paid and do something, you know. So um, it's a really cool, it's a really cool scene. I like San Diego a lot. Nice. Um, yeah. So I think there's a lot of options as far as. I've heard a lot of buzz about Denver. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we had some friends that are musicians that moved down to Minneapolis. And I was thinking about that would be a cool spot. Yeah, I haven't ever been there, but I've heard really good things about their scene. And I met a I lot met. of really funny comics from there. So I have not met a ton, but I've heard nothing but good stuff about I've heard it. Good things about Minneapolis, just about their art scene in general. Right. That that was the kind yeah, of yeah. It's like one of the few places I haven't gotten up to. And it seemed like soon, from Craigslist snooping, it seemed like you could find a place that was like pretty darn affordable. Yeah, that's like what I've heard. Regular people affordable. Yeah. And I was like, ah, there's I already know how to deal with shitty winters. <laughs> there's a couple of places in the Midwest that would still be like bigger than here, you know, oh, but yeah. not necessarily a Seattle. Right. But uh, like Indianapolis is great, really fun to work in. Oh. Louisville's really fun. Okay. So and they have really nice, you know, every time I'm there, if I'm working the club, they still put together some like one nighter cool fun show. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so cool. They have a nice like whole scene thing going on. Righteous. Um, yeah. What's up? Casey? Denver. Denver, dude. Denver seems... And Denver, for me... Now, Minneapolis was great because it was... Not anyone was talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. But Denver, to have, you know, a bigger scene... And then this is a silly prerequisite, but in a state that has legal weed... Well, it, that is a big plus. For yeah, me. And for, for you me personally. <laughs> yeah, they got and that whole state too. I mean, there there's clubs in like Colorado Springs and like oh, so you uh, can there's really stuff in Boulder and stuff yeah, in there's like other like, places. Yeah, you can you, tour yeah. around the state. Right, when we were on tour, we went from Salt Lake and then kind of down Colorado and, and did just a bunch kind of hit different everywhere. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. super cool. Yeah, because I mean you. Fort don't Collins? really have that yeah. option here in Washington per se. Right. Yeah, it's kind of here or there. That's pretty that's much. That's about it. Yeah, like consistently on, at least. Lane. But well, that's, well, I mean, look, I you know. can you can book one nighters all throughout the state. Like the people of Tenasket yeah. see very little comedy, and I'm sure they'd be <laughs> right. Stoked. They would be jacked about I'm it. I'm sure they'd be stoked. That is one of my favorite things is going to like a real small town. Sure. But they're used to doing a monthly or something, and everyone is there. You know, right. like it's like they're the thing that they get. So it's uh, I actually yeah. really enjoy that. I did a couple of those for Morgan Preston. And I, <laughs> yeah. Fully, it's one of the highlights of my hopefully still burgeoning career <laughs> because like that feeling when you're in like a smallish town and yeah you're it for entertainment for the night right. and that bar is like, like pretty packed but like, you know like, like they get like a hundred people into a bar that usually only gets like 30 people right that yeah, night. yeah and everyone's like, oh, like you feel them looking around I like yeah it's such yeah. a good the venues yeah. are stoked because yeah, it's, yeah it's always, all the owners packed. always love you yeah. and it's it's just stuff they haven't seen you know right. so it's and there's no way you know I work in Seattle all the time when I'm home so I sure. go back to the same clubs and it's like okay I gotta do a bunch of new stuff some of these people have seen me if I come to Spokane again it's like oh these people saw me last year yeah. but if you go in the middle of nowhere these people have never seen never you seen you can do there. the oldest jokes you have and this, <laughs> their minds are blown so so that is what I mean. I like that part. It's you know traveling gets tiring, but that's still oh, the doing sure. the comedy never gets tiring to them. <laughs> that's the traveling part. You gonna go get some more ice? Get some ice. Get some ice. <laughs> That'd be real nice. Ooh. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. That's how we do it. We keep it. Yeah. Hurry up here. No, no, no. This is not a. This is not like a. Drinking game. No, you just, <laughs> you just go at your own pace. No, no. It's real slow. My face is real slow. That's fine. Really That's perfect. Um, we've uh, we've definitely had some experiences with some guests who happen to have that pace. Yeah. <laughs> and the most memorable one uh, was a guest who not only didn't keep your pace but couldn't handle his liquor. Oh no! 
So like, so he, drank he like, he like yeah, had a right little now. bit like to start, and he like pounded it and loved it, and then he like poured it, and he's like, can I have some more whiskey? I'm like, go ahead, you're an adult, pour yourself some whiskey. <laughs> Fucking totally forgetting he was a convert, like a, a recovered Mormon, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and he poured himself like a fat, like three inches oh. of bourbon with no ice or anything, and then put ice in it. That's pers- kind of on us, though. We should, yeah, we should have stopped him. But I don't. Him I don't think we were looking. It's like one of those things where, like, when you give a toddler like a like a, a frosting thing or whatever, and you look back and the whole thing is just covered. <laughs> when you like here, you can lick the spoon. When we're done, and they're just taking a spoonful. Like, this is the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That counts. Yeah. That's great. So he, to his credit, though, he didn't slow down. Like he just pounded. Like. A lot of whiskey, even yeah. for Casey or I, that was like a pretty fat cup of whiskey. Like, hard to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. In a way, yeah, huh? Because you're like, dude, you're not gonna enjoy this. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is gonna turn gonna out negatively yeah. for you. No, man, that's funny. Well, yeah. That's right. Oh, here's our our third almost, team almost member right on cue. Hi. Hi. Hey. It's Dan hey, Anderson. Hey, we met last oh, night. Oh, oh, look at all the gear. Yeah, dude, found we it. found the podcast equipment. Oh, uh, we're just using getting fancy for it. <laughs> well, well it's not plugged in. Yeah, yeah none of it's, it's plugged in. Oh, it's show gear. Yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. made of cardboard. But, we're letting her know that. Yeah, you know, we we have the ability to be professional. We're just not. <laughs> <laughs> and I respect that. That's yeah, you know, we have a whole thing we're doing here. We're just not to be messing with mixers. It's a discussion. That's crazy. It's a discussion we have to have often of like how good, how how high of quality quality do we want the recording to be for the feel that we're trying to make. I honestly think, and this is not trying to like dodge the bolt, like the question, or be a dick. I just think that for Casey and I, where we are at in our particular comedic paths. Mm You know, we're both still in Spokane, right? Which is not even a B or A list. This is not an A or B list city. This is a smaller city, and we're happy to be here growing and, like, maturing as comics. Right. But even if everybody in Spokane was a fan of our comedy, it still wouldn't be, like, overall that many people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just not a big enough place. Right. And we're not going to get everyone to like us. So... (laughs) Well, I you're think not. Our, no, and that's true. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think what we've learned is like, hey, man, once the audience grows a bit, we'll deal with some more high-end production stuff Yeah. and all that. But, like, I've always looked at podcasts as a, a way for people who like you to keep in touch with you and what yeah. you do. Not so much as a way for us to get a whole ton of new yeah. fans. Maybe right. we will, but... Right, there'll be a few people I'm sure. Right, I'm sure. Check it out, but someone's gonna see your name on Facebook and be like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> what did she do? Why is she there again? What is happening? <laughs> I know. I keep being in Spokane. People are like, "Why are you there? <laughs> Don't tell oh, people. They're like, "How's it going? We're going back to Spokane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything okay? You've been in Spokane a lot. <laughs> That's how, that's like how my friends gauge that, how yeah. everything's going. I'm opening like, a job at When's the last time you were in Spokane? <laughs> uh, I think actually you guys are in a fun like position right now because I do feel like the Spokane scene is getting bigger. And oh, like, it is. There was you know, far less reason for us to come over here before, but a lot of people yeah. are coming over. And, yeah. and then you learn new stuff. You know, you, there's other shows and there's stuff in Coeur d'Alene, whatever, you know. Oh, there's so, definitely stuff in Coeur d'Alene. There's a couple of feature showcase things. Like, the issue is we don't have... And I, and maybe I want to... Maybe you can set me straight on maybe I'm approaching it all wrong. I love to spitball about this kind of stuff. But it's like, I feel like in the scene our size, like... To run like weekly showcases is kind of rough. Yeah. Because there's only so many people in the scene to start with, mm-hmm. and out of that many people, they only so only a certain percentage will even have the amount of time. Yeah. That you need to cover, mm-hmm. and out of that, you know, an even smaller percentage will have like tight, solid time for yeah. that. Right. Right. Well, then you know, considering the longevity of something like that, 
anyways is important. You know, if you want to keep that going for years, right. you're going to have to recycle these comics a lot. Well, and that's, and, the, that's the point I'm trying to make to people is that, like, it'd be sick if we could only book our strongest comics over and over. Right. But, like, if you're putting on a feature showcase here, part of what you're doing is having to manage the lineup for the evening and be like, you do just kind of empirically have to feature weaker or more developing people. Right. And it, get, it, you know, it gets them a shot. It gets them an amount of time they might not have had access to earlier. Right. But, like, yeah, you're right. Like, if you want to make this, like, a long list, like, how often are you comfortable? Yeah. You know. people. Yeah, well, and I, I, like, even in Seattle, we have that problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's true. It is true. I still produce a midnight show the first oh, Friday sick. of every month in yeah. Seattle, and it's... You know, uh, when's the last time we had this person? And we we bring people in from Portland and Spokane and wherever sure. else. Yeah, and if yeah. people are traveling, I mean, the whole idea of it being at midnight is that when people are working the clubs, they can come drop in. So that helps us. And like, we can cover time obviously, and we leave space open for people that are right. in town. But sure. um, but but yeah, just the regular booking, even in Seattle, is <clears throat> is a struggle a little bit because we do want. You know, it's almost been there for three years, and oh, wow, we have yeah. people coming back a lot, and sure. we want them to still the quality of the show needs to be right, yeah, you know, maintained, but also we want to get new people in there. So we'll definitely like recycle people and then throw some new people in, and hopefully, you know, the drop-ins obviously are what people keep coming back for because yeah. you never know who's going to show up. But right, um, but yeah, it, even in I mean, in Seattle's a lot bigger than here, and we it still is. have trouble recycling people like that. So oh wow, yeah. I get it, and but I th so I think it's a good thing that you guys that are you're getting a little bit more attention. I mean, people in LA are talking about the club, and they tell each other, you know, they're like, "Oh, have you done Spokane?" And everybody, you know, a year ago would have been like, "Where the fuck is Spokane?" Right? Yeah, exactly. But no, actually, it's great. So I mean, so when people are traveling, when your features are up here or whatever, you're trying to add stuff. And you want to come experience some real good small town dick sucking. Just get up here, and we will be so thrilled you are here. Whatever drugs you want, or places to go and shoot guns out in the forest, we've got it. Yeah. Okay, I there you that. go. We have a yeah, and then they're like, no. No, no, I don't want no, I think, I mean, yeah, every time I've been here, the <laughs> headlines had a great time. And we... I hope, I would hope, like, I really hope for comics that that's true, the bulk of places they go, though, too. I know there's got to be some where you're like, Ugh. Some places, like, I feel like uh, the comics and the owners are just really excited to, like, show you what their place is about. And, and I think Indianapolis, we were hammered the whole time and like we were there for I was you know Mitch Burrow he's yeah, yeah so he's yeah. headlining I was featuring he's my best friend and the owner just every day was like hey just come meet us at this bar before so we're like drunk before the shows <laughs> and that Friday was St. Patrick's Day oh, and he, I, I, so sure. many people and their staff had asked for the night off that he just canceled the late show but still like paid us the same and so then we went with them from the club to like this band that was playing in the same parking lot. <laughs> like we didn't really go anywhere else. We just canceled just our show outside. and went yeah, went outside. Um, nice. But it was and but you know they were just excited. Like took us all these places and this is Broad Ripple and this is downtown and this you know like they kind of show you yeah. and I like that stuff. It's really fun and I feel like when I'm here, you guys are good about being like, hey, you should go to this place or if you oh. want to do an extra open mic, it's here. You yeah. know like. Spokane, that's really nice. Spokane's easy for that because our downtown is like everything's so compact. <laughs> I've walked close. all the way over downtown Most of yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> Most of the people that come through at the club, they'll ask like, "Where's this restaurant?" And they'll right say, over there. I'll tell them the streets, and then they're like, "Okay, I'll so I'll drive." It's like, no, it's like a block and a half away. Right. Well, what was I? <laughs> yesterday, I was thinking about open mics tonight, right? And mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, I heard there was the district, and then Nito, and right. then I was like, okay, well, I'll just you know, I could probably walk. I'm not sure." And then we were going to Nito, and I was like, "Oh, they're across the street from each other." <laughs> yeah. Right. And where you I'm staying is like on the other that. side of that they're block. They're two totally so different like, crowds. It's like the, that's the funniest thing. It's about great. Spokane is that every even though the venues are also close a lot of people don't intermingle their like yeah their entertainment establishments so yeah it's so interesting I've i mean that just what sprague is just there's like four big oh yeah theater venues yeah. like it's so weird we only want to like one street yeah, yeah. Like, that. my favorite and, like we're all drunk all the right. time so we're not <laughs> driving anywhere yeah. let's yeah. put them on the same i do feel oh, like yeah, that the, when i'm here the big uproar was like the 
the road construction downtown. People were worried they were going to fall in holes. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my favorite nights in Spokane was when Todd Berry and John Mulaney were both both had shows. I think this was before the club opened. Yeah. And John Mulaney was at the Fox Theater, and Todd Berry was at the Bartlett. Okay. And I'm guessing they know each other, but they like met up for a burrito. That's hilarious. Ah, well, Todd Berry came that day and then came back. When, when I was at the club with Steve Gillespie, Jim Jeffries was at the Fox. Right. And yeah. then he just came over and Adam like had him playing games at the barcade and stuff, and he just like hung out for yeah. Because I mean, that's what. And I've <laughs> had that happen a lot cool. of times where like somebody uh-huh. who used to open for somebody huge or something is at a club and that person's playing a casino or a theater and they're like, well, I'll just come over. I goes with Ryan yeah. Singer at Tacoma, and Billy Gardell was at the casino real close, and he just came, and then he, like, Ryan was on stage, and he just brought him a beer on stage and set it down, and, like, didn't say anything, and then just left, but he's, like, Billy Gardell, and he's like, what the yeah. hell just happened? Like, it was so weird. But that's, I mean, that never really goes away, I don't think, for people who are comics, you know? Like, you hear stories about Brian Regan when he's doing theaters, he'll go find the club anyways and just watch the show. Like, he just still wants to be around it comedy. Makes sense. Yeah. There seems, I mean... I know there's a lot of infighting and a lot of bullshit, but there does seem to be like a, a type to a degree. Like, I think people that are really, really serious about it for like, and I don't want to say the right reasons. Like, I know what they are, or like anyone's reason is per se right, wrong. Yeah. But people that are in it, not the money, and at least to some degree for the art, I think that is. I think that's true. Like, why would you, if you really love it, and you're doing theaters and big arenas all the time? God, the thought of going to a little shit, like, hole-in-the-wall open mic somewhere must be so just, like, relief. And just yeah. Like, oh, like you're look home? at these. Yeah, like you're back to yeah, yeah, like going home for Christmas. Just be like, look at these assholes. Yeah, I've had Trying some, so hard for I've those had, three drunks. I've had some really, really big guys be like, remember this. Like, remember how this feels now. Because if, when you get up there, you'll want to be able to do that again and I was like okay like that's totally. interesting but yeah I mean and, and it's there's it, it's interesting you put it that way because you know with our show the midnight show we reach out to the headliners and stuff and hey if you want to come in but then sometimes those guys will get to me before I can get to them and they'll be like hey we're just looking for a like a show to do we heard that yours would be fun and I'm like you want to come and do like most of the time I feel like I'm trying to talk them into it and then some of these guys just want to be on stage so much and like love it so much that they, they reach out to us and they're like, hey, can I get a spot? I'm like, of course you can. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> right, yes. You earned it. No, you're too famous. Right, yeah. No, yeah, we don't allow it. You're too famous. Yeah, yeah. Our first show, Bobcat Goldthwait was in town like doing a benefit show for these Republican people and oh. he's super liberal. And so like through people, he called me. And was like, hey, we were just wondering if we could like get some time. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he gets there like early before the show starts, and like they sat and watched everybody, and then like just That's you can so feel the audience just cool, be like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. And his friend Tony V, who's a Boston guy, sure. is so funny too. Like I it was buy just it. amazing. And I was like, in the back of the room, like you guys are fucking welcome, you know? Like <laughs> we did this, but it, but it's those guys that really just. They don't want to be around the, the you know, rich people and industry shit all the time. They want to be normal in comics again. And so if you can provide that for them, I think that's great. Yeah. Come to Spokane. Mm-hmm. We've got it in spades. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to walk across the street <laughs> yeah. to the next one. You want to do shows to no one for no one? No. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like three people. The district is a rough attendance. And it bums me out because they... Of all the places that do open mic, the district actually does like a super legit job of promoting it. Okay. Like it's yeah. been a, it, I think they took it down off the marquee outside after like a year and a half. Like it had been on the marquee for fucking ever. <laughs> like visibly, like every day but you could still, drive by and see that. It's still in their ads in the. Yeah, and when they have an ad for the knitting factory, because the yeah. district is like the bar that. Oh, is attached to the knitting factory. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And so, like, when the knitting factory has their big fucking full-page ad in the Inlander, it always says, like, the district, like, hey, open my comedy every Thursday at 8, guys, come on down! <laughs> and, like, no one no, fucking shows up, know. hardly ever. I mean... Every once in a while, there's, like, right. there's weirdly, like, four groups that will be there. Right. But it's, I think it. the problem is just that that bar has no identity. Like, yeah. there's no reason... 
if you if if you were going to drink somewhere in downtown Spokane, yeah. and you were like, oh, hold on, let me remember a place I've been, you wouldn't remember. You wouldn't There's nothing yeah. about it where you're like, oh, they've they got the giant yeah. tall yeah. things, or oh yeah, it's, it's a, place a with, small little place where you can't fit in it. It's, it's the place hot. with the foosball table. It's That's basically the that's true. It's sandwiched in between yeah. other great theaters, yeah. Yeah, that's oh god, <laughs> that's also <interesting>. true. <laughs> uh, so you, but but so on, the, about traveling and doing stuff, you know, because I yeah. slip into open mics a lot, and if yeah. I don't have anything and I'm alone or whatever, I'll just see what other shows or whatever's going on. But when you're traveling, no one knows you, so even if it's just comics it's fine. So if one of those big guys is like, oh, yeah, I just want to do an open mic or whatever, it could just still be an audience of comics and they're going to have an okay time anyway. So right. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't oh, matter smart. that yeah. much. So, yeah. But, um, you know, in L.A. and it's only comics. <laughs> now, earlier, maybe right before we started recording, we were talking about, like, a big project you were working on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to, is that all right? Yeah. What is your big project? Yeah. I mean, um, this is actually mostly the reason I've been here okay. so much this summer, not necessarily in Spokane, but in the Northwest. Okay. Um, I got a grant to make a web series um, with an idea that I pitched to like this arts company in King County in Seattle, so I have to do it there, which is kind of nice because I don't want to be in LA in the summer anyways. Sure, but, understandable. Um, basically, well, this is really a different experience for me because it was just an idea that I had. I pitched it to the guy that does my other videos, I do like meditations monthly, right. and he edits them for me. And I was like, what do you think about this idea? And he was like, let's try and get a grant, not thinking that they would even acknowledge it. Cause it's an arts company that's used to doing like art installations and music festivals and like artsy stuff, not sure. comedy focused things. But that actually really helped us. I think they've been excited that it's yeah. kind of comedy based, but so basically it's called 80 for 80 and it's, um, I'm interviewing residents of King County that are over the age of 80 mm. that um, have lived there for a long time. Kind of what's the difference now and just general social stuff. But in interview style, more of like a between two ferns, Chelsea Handler a little bit. Mm -hmm, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm going to fuck with them. Sure. A little bit. They know, they know that though. I'm not like, <laughs> no one's getting harmed in this process. Um, but then the whole editing is going to be in the kind of uh, theme, I guess, of a sports documentary, like the intensity of a oh, sports documentary. That. So, um, you know, instead of the Pistons, it's Edith or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> which I'm really excited about, and I've been talking to, you know, the people we're going to be working with, and they sure. seem really excited, and a lot of really interesting stories, and, you know, the idea came because I've had this almost, it's not morbid, but just interest in um, just like getting old just aging and kind of what you think before you die and you know I lost a grandparent this year and my aunt last year oh, and those wow. types of things which is you know and you're watching and people age in front yeah, of you and you're sure. like okay what are you but I also think that that group of people doesn't give a fuck anymore like they'll tell you exactly what they think and exactly yeah. what it's like and they're not sugarcoating anything so nice. they want someone to talk to right yeah, yeah. Who better to, you know, ask about that exact thing than the person who it's happening to, you know? Um, yeah. So there's a little, I mean, it'll be definitely comedy focused, but there's some deepness to it in there somewhere, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is, I've never had anybody, you can yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, give me money for anything I've thought of. I've never um, <laughs> had to do, right. uh, <laughs> I've never had to do like the producer and director and all of that stuff. So I'm definitely like, this is a different experience for me. And of course I'm actually still perform, I'm hosting the show, you know, mm -hmm. I'm interviewing them. So I'm still doing that part. So it's been a lot of, a lot of new stuff, a little bit stressful. Um, luckily I have two really, really good video guys that are working with me and they have a lot of experience in what they're doing. So nice. I think, helps. you know, no matter what, we'll be able to put something good together. But um, I'm really excited about it just because it's the first thing that I can be like, here, I really, you know, I have other yeah. stuff I've made. I've had no, the right. podcast and the meditations and stuff. I love that stuff, but this is really like a, a bigger thing for me. And um, 
Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Still pretty nervous. We film like next week. So, nice, yeah. <laughs> so, nice. Um, but yeah, once that, that's kind of, we were talking about vacations. That's right. kind of where it came where I was like, once this is done, like I think I need <laughs> yeah. a little break to myself. Yeah, totally. But, you do. You, you've been working hard for the last little bit. Yeah. I think, I think a, a week in Hawaii or right. 10 days wouldn't be the worst yeah, thing you've ever days, done. Yeah. yeah, keep well, going. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, that's the thing, right? You're going for seven days and then you're like, oh, i got to fly on one of those days right. and i got to oh, fly yeah. on two, so I'm going to be there for five days. Yeah. It's going to take me a couple Seven. days to get used to it. Uh, I see. So yeah, you're right, sudden, 10. I should do uh, Yeah. <laughs> so at least you get three days yeah, get a week in the, Yeah, you get a week in the middle and the rest Every of the time I go to Hawaii. Ten. See? I don't I haven't been there. I'm flying like halfway across an ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Give yourself Imagine, some time. Yeah, you're going to need to... <laughs> You guys are right. I'll be like, Casey and Josh don't know. Well, uh, we're near the end here. I did want to ask Monica one question (laughs) regarding her last appearance on on Weed and Whiskey. Because you did have a story. It had just happened. Is that the wiener table? That's the hot dog table. It's the hot dog table. Industrial hot dog. It was the night before uh, yeah, you and Mike came happened. on, came yeah. on Weed and Whiskey, that you had you had a run-in, we'll call it, with a, a guy in Wenatchee. Mm-hmm. I think you call him Tiny Cowboy or something. Mini Cowboy, yeah. Do you remember I this? To him as. No. So I will as we discuss it. Though. I'll let her tell the story, but I just want to say that, like, probably <laughs> I think it was two years after. I told you this last night. Right. But, uh, two years later, when uh, it was almost two years, whatever, when it came out that. Donald Trump was on the bus talking about grabbing the pussy. Yeah. Uh, this is what popped in your people, No, people were like, everyone was like, I've never, how could anyone do that? I've never heard of anyone doing that. And I was like, I know someone. <laughs> it's really funny that you put that together because when I heard him say that, I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, no one would ever, like, I didn't even think of it, but I mean, it has happened to me. Uh, yeah, long story short, we were in Wenatchee at this club and there was this little cowboy and I'd say he's little because he's like 5'2 like he was really small and he he like grabbed my butt when I went to the bathroom and I turned around and went don't just don't do that I'm not gonna get mad like just just don't touch me right whatever and he like didn't change his expression at all which really kind of just it was just like a dead like kind of a smirk you know like just like he knew he got to me but (laughs) so then he did it again, and then he did it to another girl, and so I walked up to him, and I was like, you can't fucking touch people like that. Like, stop doing that. I told you what, like, don't touch people, and he just put his hand, like, in between my legs in the front, and I was like, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I lost Holy my shit. shit. Like, yeah. I've never been, like, security grabbed me and, like, pulled yeah, me out of this club because, part. like, I was I was losing it. And in my Fuck head, yeah. I kept going through this thing in my head where I was like, you're being crazy right now. Like, you're screaming, which I don't ever do. Sure. But then I was like, but no, so people can't fucking do that. Like, yeah. he has yeah. to know. Right. And so we're in the parking lot, and his friends are pushing him that way. And mind you, he's not really doing it. Like, he's just kind of smiling at me. Like, he knows he's pissed me off, and that was, like, the most frustrating part of it. And so they kind of pushed me away. And it's only, like, Mike and then the producer of the show and then another one of their friends. But there's, like, seven of these cowboys only one of them is mini. Everyone else is a regular size cowboy. And so um, they, we go over to this fountain and we're like sitting and I'm like upset and I'm talking to the other girl like, what the fuck? Like, people can't do that. Like, that's insane. I can't believe, you know, I'm just really yeah. mad. And I was also really mad that like the security guards were just kind of like, you both need to leave, whatever. Like, I wanted right. them to like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what, but like, you know, there needed to be it? some repercussion yeah. in my head. And so then they drive up to where we are and they get out of the car right he hops out and uh there hops up he hops down and <laughs> then they move the stool no i'm kidding um <laughs> and i just i see him and i know that they're going to try to stop me so i run because i'm ready to like hit this guy like i'm you run out. oh oh yeah i lost it <laughs> and i had just got a tattoo on my ribs and mike grabs me and like pushes me back. So there's a spot on my tattoo that didn't heal properly because oh, like, he pushed me back. No, but he, and I'm just saying cowboy. the most absurd things. Like I'm like, he's tiny, I can fucking take him. Let me go, <laughs> let me go. Like just, Fuck yeah, dude. just fucking losing it. And um, 
And he's just standing against the truck, like, smiling, right? And then oh, they start kind worse. of, the rest of them kind of start talking shit about, like, Mike and stuff. And, uh, no, I'm going to go with the long hair. Like, just, and I'm just losing it, like, just right. still screaming. And because uh, they just, like, wanted to piss us off, you know? Like, they just wanted to know that they got to us, and, and they did. And, of course, the guy who produced the show, Alex, he's a really nice guy. And he was like, this isn't what Wenatchee's like all the time. I'm so sorry. Like, whatever. But, no, I'm okay. Um, but it was just, like, and still till this day, it's probably the most frustrating thing, like, I've ever really been through. Because there's no, imagine, there's no reverence. Like, that it. guy just thinks that he got away with that. You right. Know? And, it, yeah, and it's just like, the why? The thing with the bouncers, like, like it's one thing, and, and I'm not saying it's something that should be tolerated, but it's, it's, it's a thing in our society when a dude touches a chick's butt. Right. But to think that a guy could touch, like, your vagina or well, like, I love in that between you your leg, like, like that's <laughs> so <laughs> fucking out of line, dude. I'm 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 miffed that there weren't people there in that kind of cowboy his, town who did didn't beat the fuck out of that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like some other cowboy, like, no, you right. don't get to fucking do that, William. Yeah. yeah. One of his one of his buddies is like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't like, know. And it, and it was just. That's the part, like, it was almost sociopathic in the way that he was just, like, it staring is. at me and enjoying oh, that it was making me so mad. Yeah. And I really, and I don't, like, I'm a pretty laid-back, like, I've relaxed. Seen you mad. Right, like, just normal, <laughs> fucking chill person. And then I just, I felt like everything that ever happened to women ever just started coming out of me where I was like, what well, the fuck? rightfully so. <laughs> I was frustrated. I never, like, grab someone's ass, but I'll steal their nose. That's nice. see, you know. I'm gonna start losing my shit. I'm like, give me my okay. fucking nose back. <laughs> my nose is big enough to give out um, some pieces. <laughs> so you're in town, in the state, rather, working on your big project. Mm -hmm. uh, any, you got any things coming up in the next little bit that you'd like to tell the people about or to try to promote through our venue if you'd like to give it a shot? Uh, sure, yeah. I, um, I'll be, I mean, I don't really know when, anyways. I'll be headlining Jokers in Richland um, nice. the 24th through the 26th. Sick. Cameron Mazuka is going to be with me, so that'll nice. be really fun. Cool. Yeah, candy. And then um, I'm doing the 208 Festival in Boise. No way, cool. The second weekend in cool. September, so that'll be really fun, and that's kind of close over here. I'm doing Bumper Shoot in between and some other sure. Seattle stuff. But, but yeah, I kind of, honestly, I've kind of enjoyed being over here. This is like my third time this summer, just kind of. I mean, it's working, nice still like, just hanging out in Spokane, and I kind of enjoyed it. It's pretty nice. It's low-key. Yeah. It's, it's like, I like Spokane because we think we've got all these different areas of town, and, like, every part of town has a different name, and we think they're all, if you're from Spokane, you're, like, very passionate about how these are separate neighborhoods. Oh, I have learned and that. And it's, like, going to a bigger city, but on this, like, a micro level, like, right. like Ballard. Yeah, yeah. Ballard yeah. is basically the whole South Hill. In okay. terms of size, okay. right. but on the South Hill, there's like five neighborhoods that right. are very like, you do not call this area that area. Right. <laughs> okay. That's funny because every time we're like gonna go somewhere, you know, my friends will be like, oh yeah, we got it's you know it's a it's a little bit of a drive, and then I look on the it's like a mile and a half, yeah. and I'm like, how is this? A, all right, whatever. Yeah. Even L. A. where the beach <laughs> is like 45 minutes from my house. If I had to move to Seattle for that like year and a half or whatever. Then I'd still be one of these people losing my shit that I had to park two blocks away from my house in Brown's Edition. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, a distance away in Seattle where you would feel privileged or lucky. Like, right. oh, I'm inside of oh, two shit. blocks from my uh, home? At home in LA, oh, I don't God. have a parking space, so no. I walk like a half a mile every yeah. time. Is there like after shows, it's terrible because everyone's home from work and parked, and so I have to like uh, park all the way down. Oh, it's bad, but. Get my steps in. It's all good. Get your steps in, girl. <laughs> um, any social media outlets oh, people yeah. can um, your stuff on? All of the social media is just at Monica Nevy. Nice. Facebook fan page, Instagram, Twitter, Ooh, Snapchat, nice. all of it. Uh, and then my website's just monicanevy.com, and there's a calendar on there if you want to keep up or see when I'm in Spokane again or whatever and all of that stuff I mean once the project is done and comes out I'll be posting about it I'm sure so I would love it if you guys would watch it when it's out and sure. you know there'll be a premiere if you're in the Seattle yeah, I'll area that. To, I'll watch it yeah I'll watch anything. Uh, and then also <laughs> Mike and I have a podcast called The Hug Life um, and that's on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff that we put out weekly and love it pretty proud of that so 
Yeah. It's a good one. Thanks, man. I think that's that's all my plugs though. Yeah, I'll be That's all you're doing? That's it. That's it. That's all you got. I mean, no I have meditations you, which I have fallen no behind on because of the project. In the last couple of weeks. Right. Yes, really. Really, really letting it go. That's what everyone's concerned. <laughs> Why are you in Spokane again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just wanted to check. Just, things are okay. You seem like you've been in Spokane. <laughs> well, it's kind of messy over there. Right. It's just as fucking smoky here as it was there, in Seattle. So. It's so fucking <laughs> It's crazy. Well, driving yeah. over here on Monday, it was like the whole state. The whole, the whole thing. State. You know, I just, you're like, no, it's the whole state of Shanghai. Right, yeah. Oh, we're going to die soon. Casey, so what you August got going on? Weather. Huh? You got uh, some stuff going on? I got stuff going on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club. Uh, was that the 13th? Yeah. August 13th, Sunday night. For the drinking debates, uh, I will be on a team with Mara Baldwin and Mika Laman. Oh, we are our couch pulls out, so hit me up for tickets. I have some What's your team name? in my or pocket. Are you just telling people that? <laughs> <laughs> really slipped out in there. Yeah. 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 What's our team name? That's awesome. Yeah, those shows are cool. Uh, the debates. I'll be. I mean, everyone's trying to find a cool, different show to do, and I like that one. So yeah, that's great. this one happens once a month here, and it's usually. Yeah, check it out. Really entertaining. Sometimes the audience is a little bit light, but because it's Sunday. Yeah, but it's, it's always a, really fun. It's a good yeah. product. I mean, it's had its ups and downs. Are they doing it in Tacoma as well now? They are now. That's great. Yeah, so and they're tightening the format up every from time. Tacoma it's getting better. Up. Yeah. Uh, what else are you doing? And then I'll be back at the Spokane Comedy Club. What? Um, I'll be emceeing oh. Labor Day weekend. Uh, oh. I forgot the dates. Don't worry about it. But it's it. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it's like the 30th. I'll be emceeing. Yeah, I'll be emceeing Thursday through Saturday, and then I'll be featuring that Sunday night. For uh, Cash Levy is the headliner for the weekend. Yeah. I don't know who the feature is or who's headlining it's on Sunday. Sunday. It's me. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, and then I'll also be in. Uh, I'll be back there. I believe it's two weeks later, Jesus. or a week later, for the uh, celebrity <coughs> roast of oh, fictional yeah. characters. Um, I won't tell you who my character is, but for people who know me, it's a character I played before that I really uh, enjoy doing. So that's oh. all. I'll have to get a haircut if that gives anyone that. Oh, no. Please, dude, just use a cap. Use a, use a bald cap. Oh, man, that's part of the... Uh, no, it's not. I'm going to get all like in it. character. He's, yeah. out of He's a method actor. Like <laughs> you've, been, you got, you've been on the Instagram. I've been, yeah, I've been on the Instagram lately. You have, dude. Yeah, I figured it out. Wow. <laughs> you got one of those new fancy you cracked phones. Instagram? You I did go. get a new phone. I did get a new phone that helps. He did put his boobs on there. Uh, I think, yeah. New or, phone, or some boobs. cleavage at least. I think he figured yeah. out, yeah, did you figure out how to link your Instagram like, into I your I figured Twitter out how easy it is to post something on Instagram and then have it uh, shared on your Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then you hit everything. You don't have to do just the one thing. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I keep them Yeah, we know. Anyway, I'm on those. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Casey underscore Strain, and then just be my friend on Facebook because that's all I want. I care about that on Facebook. Yeah, care about that friend count. Well, it's been a big week. Uh, rescued a cat the other night. Yeah, I know. Hannah Tilly killed it. I'm sorry about that. Did he really kill it? it? Kill it. As far as I know, where is it? I don't know if she re-released it to the wild. Oh. Oh. She went outside to hang out with it, but we thought she was going to be holding it. Oh, she was just going to hang out with it outside. And then it just took off. Yeah. I I was just smoking a cigarette, and then I hear the bell jingling around the side of the house, and I'm like, is Molly out? (laughs) And then Hannah and her come walking around, and she's just like, I like how you're flipping your head side to side. And I'm sitting there, I was sitting there confused, like, uh, I well, just I bought a litter box and food, and I've left messages. I'm like, the second we lose this fucking cat, people are gonna call me back. Like, thank God. This is my problem with with the situation. <laughs> I watched her chase it off, and I was like, 
fuck it. <laughs> Inside. That cat's gone. My problem with the situation is that because of my demeanor with cat, because of my feelings about cats, it seems like I'm the one who yeah. did it. Yeah. But I would never. Yeah. I would never I, do that. I, I am adamant about And they killed the cat. I'm sticking to that. <laughs> that rhymes, so yeah. it has to work out. Um, I'm shooting a short film next, beginning of next week. Okay. With Jonah Vigil running Stills Production from Seattle. It's like a western. Oh, we might have a small port in You? Yeah, nothing big. Really? Yeah. Cool. It's, cool. it's nothing. I'm not, I don't think I'm talking. Oh. Hey, give me a small part. No, they love it. They like it. Cool. Well, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. You guys should give me a small part. Uh, you get no part. Uh, Audition oh. for a Stanley Tools commercial last night. It pays cool. like 700 bucks. So Fuck yeah, yeah. Cross your fingers. I think I got it. I think I got Stan- it. You're there having you hold tools? Stanley <laughs> Tools. That's what this one that's the flooring company. I don't know. You don't know. No one really knows. Social media? How can people Social follow your dick pics? Uh, yeah, follow my dick pics on <laughs> Can You Imagine on Instagram. With, that's Can You Imagine with a K. I mean, uh, that's not his dick. He just makes things look like his wiener. Oh, yeah, you don't have no idea how many things are phallic. I'm it's sorry, like, what was that? I'm can you imagine right with a cat? With a cat. Yeah. Can you imagine? Alright. And I would like to say that I was part of the inspiration for that. That's true. Instagram. That's it's like true. you or your dick. <laughs> no, my <laughs> maybe was I don't know. Maybe it was my dick. No, it was my affinity. <laughs> it was my uh <laughs> It's yeah, you ability, started it. <laughs> it's my ability to see uh, the shape Penises of a penis in everything. Got it. <laughs> started on sticks and then moved on to pine cones. And then from the there, we just really, yeah. really come pale. Yeah. Uh, and small. Many times we go small. <laughs> I think that's it. All right, we're drinking Jim Beam. Josh, you don't have any... Smoking Barry White. You ain't got no plugs? I'm just touching the bases that we forgot about. We are drinking Jim Beam and Pellegrino Lemonada. Lemonita. It is tasty. It is. Lemonada. Kind of like an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, honestly. Or a John Daly. John Daly. I only washed one glass. He's drunk in his RV outside of Paramount Selling t-shirts. Okay, so this Friday, August 11th, August, right? It's yeah, August. we're in August. <laughs> okay. You didn't miss a month. It's, it's October. No, I think been. August should be seven and September should be eight. And I always get it. What is your... I agreed. I, do you know what I mean? No, August eight. I get it. And here we are. Eight eleven. I'll be at the checkerboard. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, checkerboard's back. It? Yeah. it is. It's Returning exciting. comedy to the checkerboard tavern. Do you know if this is a regular thing? I don't know if this okay. is a regular thing, but I do know that half of Spokane's comics are going to be yeah, there. Yeah, there's a so long list. There's a ton of people, and as far as I've been told, this is a return to old school checkerboard comedy. What's Bring that your mean? new shit, let it wander, touch dicks, no. who cares? <laughs> Just get up there and make it weird. See, and people ask why I come over to Spokane. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, so what I'm saying no, is, tomorrow, if you yeah. were around tomorrow night and you came to the Checkerboard Tavern, Monica, I'm sure someone would give you time. And <laughs> well, you could I'll be do... at the Capitol Theater in Yakima tomorrow with Jubal Flag. Rats. There, there we go. Yeah. Was to come, I didn't know this was going to come out in time. But... Right. But <laughs> it, it, it may not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on the time. Tell us more about the checkerboard. Right. <laughs> anyway, it's a return to like the old school disorganized checkerboard, but with a nicer flyer. Oh. Uh-huh. The flyer looks pretty nice. So well, changes can be big. Uh, so I don't know if the so construction is done there. So if the construction is going on, then there's no way to drive to it. You oh, yeah, have to you park, park like a block or two or three away. And just, walk well, over that's going to be a hot show. It'll be, It'll be just great. like LA. You have to park like <laughs> half exactly. a mile away. You can imagine you're just going home and you're in Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and then on the 13th, I will be returning to the Spokane Comedy Club to defend my time. Well, on time on team type three diabetes. Oh, good. <laughs> type three diabetes. With Steve Johnson and Jessica Watson, you guys just we are the returning one master debaters. Okay. 
And, I mean, I don't want to say we're going to win, but I'm going to say this. There's only one team that has two Hall of Fame members. There's a Hall of Fame? There is a Hall of Fame. Okay. It's not Sorry. really this. I mean, okay. it's just a thing. There is a Hall of Fame. Is that your team? Yeah. Okay. Steve and I are both You're Hall like, and it's a different team. But. <laughs> so, uh, no, but I think... Mean, you guys are scared. <laughs> The We're absolutely you not. Guys, no, you're yeah, frightened. You you're frightened. Podcast uh, startled. No, startled. not startled. Okay. Yeah, anything, I am frightened because I feel like the guy with Down syndrome and Casey yeah. is the mouse, and I'm just petting oh, him. Oh, I see. And I'm just gonna. You're I love him so much. And I'm just gonna crush him. Crush him. Yeah. I see. You know what I mean? But what if he cuts his hair first? Well, then I don't know. <laughs> if you come to the drinking debates in character. We'll see. Maybe, I thought about doing that. Maybe some leniency. Letting him. And then, other than that, I'm trying to weasel my way onto the Tenabulation Music Festival. Ugh. I know. I don't know that. But I want to see OK right. Go. Uh, Real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're playing that? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I just go. Yeah. I don't know. It or could I could, like, just see a okay comedy Yeah, you get comp to ticket if you do the comedy. No. I just yeah. want to do comedy at a music festival. This is like I know it's not like Spokane bummer shoot, but it is it's kind a cool of idea. a little. Why not? Yeah, it's like a bigger, high value music thing. He's got a lot, a lot of time to fill for that. So. Right. So anyway, do it. I'm trying. Who do we need to talk to? I'll tell. We're working. Let's tell decent. Monica's in Spokane Wait. a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Other than that, you can follow me on uh, all social media outlets at ShimShammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. And I have Josh T4, at Josh T4 on Twitter, so I do comedy things only there, and I don't mean that it's very fun. I mean, what I mean is, like, when you have a funny idea, and you have your notebook or whatever, like... Oh, so you just... Right? Yeah. I'm trying. I'm That's trying, I mean, I do that, yeah. Right, I'm trying to be a better writer because I should have more to show for it. <laughs> Always be writing. That's what they say. That's that, and that is true. A B W. Even better than A B C. A B W. Always be comedy. Closing. Comedy. Always be comedy. Creating. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, this that went downhill. Cool. That went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> we just went to acronyms. All right. Oh, that's it. Now we're done. Thank you, Monica.